0: Welcome to On This Day in Tudor History with me, Claire Ridgway, author of On This Day in Tudor History. Now, today I'm taking you back to the reign of King Henry VIII. For On This Day in Tudor History, the 29th of October, 1532, according to Winkin de Word, who recorded the King and Anne Boleyn's 1532 trip to Calais in his contemporary pamphlet, The Manor of the Triumph of Calais and Boulogne. King Henry VIII bid farewell to his loving brother, as he called him, King Francis I. Werd wrote, And upon the 29th day of October, the French king departed from Calais to Parisward, and our king brought him as far as Morgeson, which is from Calais seven miles, and so came to Calais again. Chronicler Edward Hall dates the farewell to the 30th of October, and writes, the morrow after being the thirty day of October, the two kings departed out of Calais and came near to Sandingfield, and there alighted in a fair green place where was a table set, and there the Englishmen served the Frenchmen of wine, hippocras, fruit, and spice abundantly. When the two kings had communed a little, they mounted on their horses, and at the very entering of the French ground. They took hands, and with princely countenance, loving behaviour, and hearty words, each embraced other, and so depart there departed. The two kings had spent four days together in English-held Calais, and four days together at the French court in Boulogne, but now it was time for these beloved brothers to part and get on with ruling their kingdoms. As Claire Cherry and I explained in our book, George Boleyn, Tudor Poet, Courtier and Diplomat, ostensibly the meeting was to discuss the defence of Christendom against the Turks. But in reality, it was to discuss the steps necessary to bring about the marriage of Henry VIII and Anne Boleyn and to enlist the King of France's active support. As I've mentioned in previous talks, Francis I was sympathetic to the couple's plight, and promised his support if England needed help against Catherine of Aragon's nephew, Emperor Charles V. Francis gave the Bishop of Ossier instructions to talk to the Pope, but in the meantime, King Henry VIII came to the decision to forget the Pope and to marry Anne Boleyn regardless. Edward Hall writes of how the couple married on Thursday, the fourteenth of November, fifteen thirty-two, Saint Erchmald's Day, shortly after their arrival in Dover. And whether or not that's true, they certainly began living like man and wife from that point on. And, of course, Anne Boleyn was pregnant when they got married in another secret ceremony in January 1533. Tomorrow, I'll be talking about a decision that Queen Elizabeth I made that brought her former favourite to the brink of bankruptcy and made him sure that a faction at court was working against him. Do make sure that you're subscribed to this channel, you can click right there, and that you've hit the bell as well so that you don't miss out on that video. Also on this day in history, the 29th of October 1618, in the reign of King James I, Elizabethan courtier, explorer, author and soldier, Sir Walter Raleigh was executed in the old palace yard at Westminster Palace. He led a rather eventful life. He'd been a favourite of the Queen. He'd been imprisoned in the Tower of London on a few occasions. He'd been accused of atheism at one point. He'd sailed to America and tried to establish a colony. He was knighted for his service in Ireland. And he was a poet. You can find out all about Sir Walter Raleigh and his colourful life in last year's video. You'll find a link to that in the description. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I do hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget to subscribe so that you can enjoy podcasts on a daily basis. Thank you.